Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I am your host Danny, and today I'm going to talk about post-diet hunger. Now this is something that I've spoken about with quite a few clients recently, quite a few friends in the industry and it's something that I don't think is spoken about enough actually and so I think it's a really important topic for me to cover on here. Before I dig in, as always, if you're listening to this right now, it would mean the absolute world if you could just share that you're listening on your Instagram story. And if you could like, subscribe and leave me a comment or a review down below. So thank you so much to any of you who are listening to this. And thank you so much for any of you who do take the time to interact and share that you're listening because it genuinely means the world. It's so that I can reach more people and therefore help more people. So please share that you are listening. So on to the subject of today's podcast. Post-diet, our hunger levels are often very high. And what we need to recognize is that our hunger levels will likely actually exceed our energy requirements rather than match our energy requirements. And often purely acknowledging that will help us become more accepting of hunger. Recognizing that our hunger levels, if we were to honor our hunger, if we were to listen to our hunger in that immediate post-diet phase, we would be probably in quite a considerate size surplus, meaning we would gain a fair bit of body fat because of the fact that our hunger levels are likely to exceed our energy requirements in that initial post-diet phase. Hunger levels will normalize and your food focus will subside it will take time it's not an overnight process think about how long you've been dieting for think about how long it's taken for your hunger levels to rise to the point where they are now think about how your food focus has probably gotten worse throughout your photo shoot prep or throughout your contest prep or whatever diet you've just run it's not gonna return back to normal overnight and you need to be patient with yourself and compassionate towards yourself in the post-diet process whether that be post photo shoot prep whether it be post contest prep or even if you've just run a diet obviously the extremity of that fat loss phase contest prep being the most extreme will have an impact on the extremity of the effects of that so for example you will probably find that food focus is a lot higher after something as extreme as a contest prep in comparison to a fat loss phase where you haven't pushed all the way to stage lean and you haven't pushed to the point of like sacrificing your menstrual cycles sacrificing your hormone health Um, it's going to be different depending on what goal you've just been working towards, how long the fat loss phase has been, how extreme it's been, and also how sensibly it's been done as well. Some people might find if they've taken a really sensible approach to a fat loss phase, they've followed a a flexible approach to nutrition, 
they've not cut out food groups, they've not followed a restrictive meal plan, those people might find that food focus and hunger is not as high post fat loss phase as those who have followed a restrictive meal plan and who have cut out food groups or food sources. So that's something to consider as well. When it comes to managing the post-diet phase, the post-prep phase, that actually starts before you even enter the fat loss phase in the first place. Because if you take the most sensible approach to fat loss, if you limit damage as much as possible and take an evidence-based approach and a flexible approach, you will minimize the negative health effects that you will experience throughout the fat loss phase and post-fat loss phase. So preparing for this post-diet phase starts before you even enter the fat loss phase itself. And it's really important to take that into account so that next time you do enter a fat loss phase, you do it the most sensible way possible. And this is what I will do with the clients that I work with. We will follow an inclusive approach to nutrition. We will make sure that they're not cutting out entire food groups. They are not eating the exact same thing day in and day out. We will make sure that they actually enjoy the foods that they're consuming and they're not just forcing themselves to consume certain foods for the sake of it. They're certainly not living off of chicken, rice and broccoli. They're still enjoying social occasions. They're still able to eat at restaurants because obviously I don't coach contest prep clients anymore I only coach people through post-show and into life after bodybuilding and I coach people who want to achieve fat loss progress or hypertrophy progress but whilst keeping their health intact and improving their quality of life so we will follow this flexible inclusive approach to fat loss which means that we prioritize their health, we keep their relationship with food intact, and we actually improve their quality of life as opposed to sacrificing that. And it's so important that you consider your approach to fat loss and take the most sensible approach possible if you wish to achieve long-term success and keep your health intact. So this is something that all of you need to consider when you're looking for a coach and when you're deciding what approach to take to achieving your fat loss goals. Another thing that can be helpful for some people is taking the approach of pursuing fat loss without actually tracking calories or macros. And this is an approach that I take with quite a few clients. I have been very successful with quite a few clients with taking this approach. And for these people as individuals, it has worked really well. Everybody is different, but for these people, it's been a much better process than when they when they have tried fat loss via tracking in the past. And so it's certainly something to consider. And if you are interested in pursuing fat loss without tracking calories or macros, I have done a previous podcast on this subject. So make sure you go back and listen to that. And if you want me to coach you through that process, drop me a direct message on Instagram. My Instagram is D-A-N-N-I-B-O-S-W-O-R-T-H. And I would be happy to arrange a chat with you. 
and work together on a one-to-one basis. It would be my absolute pleasure to help you achieve your goals and become the best version of you. But back to hunger post-diet, your body, especially if you have been through a contest prep or a photo shoot prep and you have dieted to the point you've seen negative health effects such as the loss of your menstrual cycle your body wants you to regain body fat post-show because it does not function as it's best when it is stage lean it's had to sacrifice some of your bodily functions such as your menstrual cycle to survive you're not thriving your cognitive function has probably declined You probably aren't performing your best in the gym. You probably aren't recovering your best. And so, of course, your body is going to send you hunger signals because it wants you to put on body fat. It needs that body fat to function to the best of its ability. And so you do have to accept some body fat gain and you have to accept these hunger signals that your body is giving you because it doesn't function as its best when it is stage lean. Sometimes when we diet to the extreme, such as during a contest prep, we might also develop something which is called leptin resistance. And this results in a reduction in the ability of leptin to suppress our appetite, leading to a higher appetite and us sometimes feeling like a bottomless pit. So if you have ever ran a contest prep or a photo shoot prep and then you've ate afterwards you've gone out for your post prep meal and you felt insatiable like you cannot fill yourself up you felt like a an absolute bottomless pit that could be something called leptin resistance leptin is a hormone that your body releases that suppresses your appetite and it is directly related to how much body fat you are carrying. And so as your body fat levels reduce, your leptin levels will also reduce, stimulating hunger. Because again, leptin is a hormone that your body releases to suppress your appetite. And so then that leads to a higher appetite and us feeling like an absolute bottomless pit. We feel insatiable. And so some of you that feel like that, you might have something called leptin resistance. But then regaining the necessary body fat for health and staying out of a calorie deficit for an extended period of time will help you to restore normal hunger levels. So you need to be patient with this and you need to make sure that in your post-diet phase, you are not dipping in and out of a calorie deficit. What you don't want to do is end up overeating and then over-restrict off the back of that. Because if you do that, you're going to end up in this never-ending cycle of overeating and then over-restricting to try and make up for that. But not being able to restore health because you're not providing your body with the fuel it needs consistently 
And so these hunger levels will not subside if you're constantly going through this cycle of overeating and then pulling back and then overeating and then pulling back. Or if you're going through phases of gaining excessive body fat post show and then doing a mini cut three weeks into your improvement season, that will not restore your hormone levels. That will not restore your health. You will just hold yourself back and you'll have to spend even longer feeling like crap. And so you need to stay consistently out of a calorie deficit, at least at maintenance, preferably, especially if it's post-show or post-photo shoot prep, you need to be consistently in a slight calorie surplus in order to regain the necessary body fat for health and for function. And if you do that, if you consistently stay out of a calorie deficit, your hunger levels will eventually normalize. You just need to be patient with it. And you will get to a point where you feel so much more at peace and your thoughts aren't constantly consumed by food and your body. And trust me, when you get to that point, it is a beautiful place to be and it's so rewarding. It will just take time. To help you manage some hunger when you are in a post-diet phase, post-photoshoot prep, post-contest prep, you ideally need to keep some structure in place in the immediate post-diet phase. And I would recommend sticking to predominantly similar food sources as what you were consuming throughout your fat loss phase. So slightly higher volume satiating foods whole foods because they will help you feel fuller for longer and they will be easier on your digestive system as well and we want to make sure that your digestion is in a really good place because you will only utilize the nutrients that you can actually digest and absorb and so it's wise post photo shoot prep post contest prep post diet to stick to predominantly foods that you have been consuming throughout that fat loss phase. Just increase the quantities of those foods to begin with. If you throw the kitchen sink at your diet post fat loss phase and immediately include lots of high calorie foods and completely change everything, you will make your hunger even worse because High calorie foods, it doesn't look like a lot of food in front of you for the amount of calories it is. And they're highly palatable, which means they're really tasty and it's hard to control your quantities of very calorie laden foods like chocolate and ice cream. So if we were to just remove all of these whole foods that we've been consuming for ages, if we were to sack off all of our fruit and veg and just have pizza, cookies, ice cream, chocolate and no protein and no nutrient dense foods, that would make our hunger worse and we would be so much more likely to excessively overeat and gain an unnecessary amount of body fat that would probably be harmful for our health. And so we want to keep some structure in there. We want to Make sure that health is a priority and that we've got plenty of whole foods in our diet. We're having a serving of protein with each meal because protein is the most satiating macronutrient and just increase the quantities 
of the foods you have been having throughout your dieting phase in that immediate post post diet phase and then from there you can slowly add in some more variety to your diet you could for example stick to your contest prep or diet meals and then with the additional calories after the initial increase to maintenance or the initial increase into a slight surplus say for example you finished your fat loss phase on this is just random numbers being thrown out there by the way let's say you finished your fat loss phase on 1500 calories for example if your initial bump was up to 1800 calories then you might stick to your same prep meals but use those additional 300 calories for something fun alongside one of those satisfying meals or as a dessert And the reason I say have it alongside one of those satisfying meals or as a dessert is that if you were to consume something like a bowl of ice cream on its own as a snack, it would be really hard to control the quantities of that food that you have. However, if you have, say, a bowl of ice cream as a dessert after a satisfying meal or alongside so you will have some chocolate alongside some greek yogurt and fruit for example you're going to be much more able to control the quantities of those highly palatable foods because you're going to feel more satisfied and satiated after the meal containing a protein source containing lots of whole foods and a meal that is quite volume dense as opposed to just consuming, say, a dessert on its own with nothing else. So when you're introducing these more fun foods, try and have them alongside a satisfying meal as opposed to having them on their own. And that will help you manage your hunger and it will help make sure that your consumption of those foods is not excessive. So slowly add in some more variety to your diet don't throw the kitchen sink at your diet straight away. And when you're initially reintroducing some of these foods that you've not had in a long time, have them alongside a satisfying meal as opposed to on their own. Also, like I just briefly touched on, make sure to consume a protein feeding with each meal as protein is the most satiating macronutrient out of protein, carbs and fats. And what that means is it will help you feel fuller for longer. I would also recommend, especially if you have been prone to overeating in the past or binge eating, make sure you are not going super long periods of time without eating, especially in the initial post-show period. Don't let yourself get to the point of being absolutely ravenous. If, for example, you went out for a meal with your friends and you had tried not to eat throughout the rest of the day and you'd gone to that meal absolutely starving, your ability to control the quantities of food that you consume at that meal is going to be very limited. You're going to really struggle to consume the quantities of food that you consume And your likelihood of overeating either at the meal itself or when you get home after the meal is going to be so much higher. 
So you would be so much better off going out for a meal a little bit hungry, but not extremely, not extremely hungry than trying to like massively backload your calories or fast for the rest of the day. It's just not going to be helpful. And a lot of the time I will recommend that my clients have something like a protein shake and a piece of fruit or some Greek yogurt and some fruit before they go out for a meal if they are in this post diet phase because that will help them manage their hunger levels and it will help them control the quantities of food that they consume at these meals out or when they get back from these meals out so that is a little bit of a tip there make sure that you are not going super long periods without eating I would recommend not going any more than four hours without eating when you're in a post-diet phase. Ideally, especially if you're prone to binging, you might want to eat every three hours to begin with. And then as hunger normalizes, you can eat a little bit less regularly throughout the day when you've regained the necessary body fat for health and when your hunger hormones have normalized Make sure that you also keep yourself busy between meals. Often we are, as humans, quite prone to boredom eating or comfort eating if we are bored, just distracting ourselves with food. And so keep yourself busy, keep yourself engaged, keep your brain engaged with activities that you actually really enjoy or tasks such as work or education-based tasks listen to a good podcast, go out for a walk, get your training in, do some journaling, do some meditation. These are all examples. Do some art, for example. These are all examples of great things that you could do to keep your mind engaged, to keep your mind stimulated and your brain engaged and make sure that you're not just eating out of boredom or because you've got nothing else to do, which is essentially the same thing. But yeah, keep yourself busy between meals. Don't just sit there and stare at your fridge or stare at your cupboard. Don't, you know, there's that, there's like a meme or a TikTok or something of someone like going back to the fridge. Don't be that person just going back to the fridge to look at it and stare in it and then walk away. Like make sure that you're engaged and you're doing things to fill your own cup between your meals or getting stuck into work and not procrastinating. So that is some of the most important things I wanted to run through about post-prep hunger. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about is that after we've ran a contest prep or a photo shoot prep, and we've pushed our bodies to that extreme where we've seen negative health effects and we felt like absolute trash, what often happens then after that prep is over is we have this scarcity mindset around food it almost feels like whenever food is around we have to consume it because we're scared it's going to be taken away from us again and it almost gives us a bit of a fear of hunger because we associate it with that time where we pushed our bodies to that extreme and we felt like trash and we saw those negative health effects. So we have a really negative relationship with hunger sometimes when we've been through a contest prep or a photo shoot prep. 
So hunger can be quite scary and this can lead us to feeling the need to overeat excessively. It can lead us to being very food focused and a little bit out of control around food. Now, this feeling will pass, but it will take time. Again, you need to restore the necessary body fat for health and you need to spend a long period of time away from dieting so that you can break down this scarcity mindset around food and your body knows that you're not like going to just take it away again. And your body knows that it's healthy and it's in a stable position. And mentally, you know that food is in abundance, you know, it's around us in abundance for those of us who are lucky enough to have that, by the way. And it's really important to recognize that, you know, it's a luxury to be able to diet the way that we do. And it's a luxury to be surrounded by food and to make a conscious choice to diet because a lot of people don't have the choice to consume enough food. So that's something that we have to practice gratitude for. You know, if you're pursuing a fat loss phase, you have to acknowledge that that is a personal choice. It is a decision and it's a luxury to be able to manipulate your body the way that you want to. And that can often help with managing fat loss phases and managing post diet phases as well. Just purely recognizing that what you're putting your body through is a choice and it's actually a luxury that some people don't have. And that can change your perspective on the whole process and can be very empowering in many ways as well. Um, So, yeah, we all need to make sure that we're practicing gratitude daily. But just like I said, that that scarcity mindset around food and that negative association with hunger, it can be I know how frustrating it is to feel that way. And I know how scary it is to feel hunger when you've been through a prep and you've pushed your body to that extreme. And it is really hard to fight that urge to eat when hunger does arise, when you've been through a a prep. Um, But I promise you that that feeling will pass. Your hunger levels will normalize. They will subside. Your food focus will subside. And you will get to a point where you can literally just walk past say your favorite food is like donuts or something, you will be able to walk past a donut stand without even thinking about it. Imagine that. Imagine being at peace with food and at peace with your body and not in this scarcity mindset around food. It's so rewarding. And if anyone is listening to this and you're struggling at the moment with that scarcity mindset around food, you're struggling with extreme hunger, maybe you've lost your menstrual cycle I am here to help you through that process so please don't hesitate to reach out to me because I would love to help you through this and I would love to get you back to a position where you are healthy where you are thriving where you're at peace with your body and at peace with food and you genuinely feel like your best self so please don't hesitate to get in touch with me because I do have a limited number of one-to-one online coaching spaces available at the moment and this is the area that I specialize in and yeah I would genuinely love to help you and I genuinely care about each and every individual that I work with so please don't hesitate to get in touch But thank you so much for listening to this podcast, guys. I really hope it helped. As I mentioned at the start of this podcast, please 
like, subscribe, leave a review and share on your Instagram story that you are listening. It would mean the absolute world to me. And if anyone is interested in one-to-one coaching with me, like I said, I do have a limited number of spots available at the moment. So just drop me a direct message on Instagram at D-A-N-N-I-B-O-S-W-O-R-T-H. And I will have a conversation with you. We can get you butts in for a free consultation call, but I would love to have you feeling your best self and help you achieve your goals. Have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Let me know if you have any questions whatsoever and I will see you in the next one.